my god, great. Oh my god, Scott! Oh my god, we're talking about goosebumps! Goosebumps? Oh my god, I love goosebumps! Oh Can my... you even hear what I'm saying? No, it sounds like you had a stroke! <laughs> oh my god, I had a goosebumps stroke! Um, um, oh my god, is that Ryan Gosling? Oh my god, oh, oh my god, is that a toaster? That's weird. A toaster Say... taking Polaroids. Say cheese and die is in the basket. The writer's bagel basket. No, don't take my picture! Goosebumps. beware. You're in for a scare. Tear me apart, Lisa! Snap out of it! You owe me 15 grand, pal. I love you! That's all I needed to hear. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! Don't be mean. We don't have to be mean. Because, remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I am Scott Kurland. And I'm Ryan Gosling. No, I'm Dwight Stearns. <laughs> Our bearded Ryan Gosling. Yes, the correct Ryan Gosling. Yeah, you're you're like Ryan Gosling from the notebook after like I'm I'm Rachel McAdams, I returned, and you're outside of your house, like, what the fuck are you doing on my property with the beard? Scott, is this how you pr- profess your love to me? You no, you're we supposed to like profess Ryan your Gosling. love to me. Oh, I've never seen the notebook actually, so um, I couldn't. You're tell supposed you. to tell me that you wrote a letter every day for a year. Uh, Scott, and you had me at hello. Also, I'm I'll not have Canadian. what she's having. <laughs> hello, my baby. Hello, my. I'm just quoting shit now. That was spaceballs um, there. So yeah, and I was quoting when Harry met Sally. I know. Um, so we're talking about. The Fox Kids TV series to compete with Are You Afraid of the Darks? Our Nickelodeon's Are You Afraid of the Dark? We're talking about Goosebumps. Oh my god. Yeah, Goosebumps. Um, did you ever I, I assume like any red blooded American child, you read the Goosebumps books, Scott, right? I had so remember how they came out in volumes like like they would release like fifteen books? Oh, I think so. Like a bunch of them, like all at once. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like they would do one a week for like fifteen. I think, weeks. I think I think it was one a month. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. But <clears throat> I I had the first volume, which had um, "Say Cheese and Die," um, "The Haunted Mask," uh, "Night of the Living Dummy." Uh, and the, yeah, the first the first few were like "Welcome to the Dead House," "Stay Out of the Basement," "Welcome to Dead House," blood, yeah. "Curse the Mummy's Tomb," "Let's Get Invisible," "Night of the Living Dummy," "Girl Cried Monster," "Welcome to Camp Nightmare," "Ghost Next Door," "Haunted Mask" was eleven. If it was through fifteen, be careful what you wish for. I remember that one specifically. Is Candlelight the Girl Who Cried Monster the one where it turns out that her parents were also monsters? Uh, yes, it's the one where um she sees her librarian uh turn into a monster, and so she's like, ah, what the fuck? And so like they end up like 
Yeah, that's literally in the book. She says, ah, what the fuck? Um, and so they, they invite the library. That one was written by David Mamet. <laughs> they, they invite the librarian over to their house. And like the big twist at the end is that the girl is a monster herself and her whole family is monsters. So they end up eating the librarian because we can't have another monster here or something like that. That one was an amazing twist, actually. That was really good. I just remember as a kid that episode freaked the hell out of me. Oh yeah, because he like eats like crickets or something, and like like you see him eat them. And it's... well, they they show the parents killing him. Like... That too as well. That too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, who my... the fuck at- wrote this one? David Fincher. <laughs> uh, before we get into the actual episode uh, of of this one, Scott, do you have a favorite um, Goosebumps book? Um. Ha! Huh, you weren't prepared for this. No, it. I like the Night of the Living Dummy trilogy. Those are good. Those are really um, good. But Slappy, also... like Slappy, is like an evil piece of shit. Like he's so malevolent, and like you feel so helpless for the characters in that book. I remember that one very vividly. Did you see the movie? <clears throat> I have not seen the movie, even though the I love Jack Black. The first one's really good. I actually own the first one because it reminded me of like Hocus Pocus, hmm. uh, and <clears throat> it was really good. Second one, I did not see because they couldn't get Jack Black back. It wasn't very good, I heard, so I didn't see it. Um, But the first one, there is a scene in the movie where a kid literally dies. like, And they couldn't have that because it was a PG movie. So the praying mantis thing, the giant mantis thing, comes into the school where all the kids are for the school dance... And That's from a shocker on Shock Street, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Basically takes a kid and, like, throws him in the air. And, like, the person who I saw the movie with, I turned to them. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that kid's dead. <laughs> um, and then at the end of the movie, the principal, who is played by Academy Award nominee Amy Ryan, for some reason, makes a speech to the school about how scary it was and et cetera, et cetera. And then they cut to the kid and he's in full traction and he's got like the pins in his neck <laughs> and like, but he's like, alive. And that's all right. That like, so I, that was clearly a note from the studio that like, you can't have this kid dead. Like, was it clearly like an insert shot? Like that he was not like n- related to any of the other cast or anything like right. that. Right. Everyone was out of, out, was blurred out and like they just cut to him and he's just smiling like eh. that's super funny um, uh, to answer my question my favorite Goosebumps book is One Day at Horrorland I adored that one absolutely my favorite so back background on Goosebumps the TV show it was created by Fox Kids because and the Canadian uh, the CTC Canadian television channel um, to compete with Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which which is interesting because Are You Afraid of the Dark um, came out like four years earlier, if I'm not mistaken. I think it started two years. in 91. Oh, really? That's it? Two? Okay. I, 93, I, just... I think? Because this started oh, in 95, that, right? That sounds right. Yeah, okay. This started, it started in 93 as part of SNCC, and that's when all that started, Pete and Pete, and remember Roundhouse? <laughs> I didn't like Roundhouse. But yeah, they were all Canadian shows, right? Like that's what that's how SNCC initially got its programming block was just buying um Canadian shows that I think had already aired like a season or something. And they just like bought the rights to them. Just two shows. Oh, okay. Um, just Roundhouse and just Are You Afraid of the Dark? Cause 
Pete and Pete was made here. You're right, in... um, because Pete and the Pete was was shorts before they, they it got picked up. But it was a Canadian show, I thought. Or Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So, okay, okay. Close enough. Yeah, right. Oh, Wisconsin, eh? <laughs> um, I've been to Wisconsin. Um, cheese curds are not as good as everyone thinks they are. Apparently. But Wisconsin's on the border of Canada, so. Yes. Um, and Goosebumps was created because R.L. Stein had all of these books, and they're like, hey, there's like 20 books. We can get like TV series out of these. And what they did is they created blase shows. I remember as a kid being like, oh, this show is awesome. It's so scary. And now as an adult, I'm like, this show sucks. <laughs> yeah, Goosebumps... Um is nowhere near as good as Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I, I don't know if it's because um, it was made during a different time um, and just, like, they were trying to be... I think they were aiming it at younger kids than uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because Are You Afraid of the Dark, like, there were some episodes where people fucking died. Like, yeah, well... In, like, horrible ways. This... So, Goosebumps aired Saturday mornings. Did it? Fox- See, I... I never actually watched this show live. I only ever watched two episodes live, and they were specials, actually. And that's probably why, because I could never find when it was airing. I watched The Haunted Mask when it came out, and I watched The Werewolf of Fever Swamp, um, because I loved the Goosebumps book. Um, As I have said on this podcast a thousand times, this is my new fucking catchphrase, I'm a big horror boy. Um, I love all things horror, and so Goosebumps was kind of one of my really first introductions into this world. Um, And so I loved the Goosebumps books, and so seeing... Oh my god, there's going to be a goosebump show. I got so excited and then I could never find it when it was on. But it it aired for like 50 something episodes. Yeah, Dwight loves horror. Fucking guy. Fucking uh, guy. So this Yeah, so when Batman the animated series left Fox Kids and went to WB and Power Rangers left Fox to go to Nickelodeon, they needed like content for their Saturday morning. I think, I think it went to Disney. No, Power Rangers? Bought, um, definitely never went to Nickelodeon. Um, Saban. Went, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, sorry. Go. What? Power Rangers was definitely on Nickelodeon. But it went to, um, but no, but they crossed over with ABC Family. Yeah, ABC Family, which was the Ninja Turtles, which was, uh, that was Disney, right? Disney owns ABC. Yes. But so, only ABC Family, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think Power Rangers eventually ended up on ABC. I don't remember them being on Nickelodeon. Oh, okay, so it went to ABC Family. It's now on Nickelodeon. I know that. Yes, for a fact. yes, yes, yes. Nickelodeon owns it now. Yes, you are correct. Because um, the, the, the Saban cycle was a big fuck up. I think Hasbro owns them now. Because, like, Saban owned them, and then I think ABC Family owned them, or whoever ABC's, uh, like, Buena Vista or something like that. And then it went back to Saban for a little while after the Kalish era. And now it's back uh, with Kalish explosions, um, which is how the, what they describe their explosions on that. And now it's Nickelodeon. Yes. Sorry. I am very, <laughs> very um, specific about my Power Rangers history, apparently. So, yeah, um, this episode, I we picked it because it's the only one that has someone really famous in it. I was going to say, uh, you picked it. I wanted to do Night of the Jack-O-Lanterns because I thought it was going to be a very spooky Halloween-y thing. But Scott's like, no, we're going for star power. And so, here well, we are. Yeah, 
also, none of the jack-o'-lanterns, I thought that was the one that had, I know Allison Mack is on one of them, and I, I, did I know not... nothing about it. <laughs> I, she, or she might be on the Haunted Mask. She's on one of them, and I'm like, I don't want to talk about Nexium cult leader Allison Mack. Oh, is she? Oh, that sucks. Or, well, oh, she, I forget the. She she's not the leader, but she was one of the traffickers. Oh, I didn't know so, that was her. That's fucked yeah. up. Yeah, she's in prison. That's the secret life of Alex Mack, right there. No, not Larissa Olenek. She's an angel. She's fine. Well, you just said Alice, Alex Mack, right? Oh, oh, Alice, Allison Mack is the name of the actual actress. From from uh, Smallville. I've never watched Smallville. I, I remember hearing about that and it being like a big fucking thing. So that's fucked up. Yeah. So anyway. let's talk about Gosling. Yes. <laughs> so Gosling this was right after. Oh, let's get into the TV guide rule. What, what would the oh, blurb for this episode say? Uh, the blurb for this episode would say, um, baby-faced Ryan Gosling and his two friends, Bird and, I don't remember the name of the girl, um, uh, find a mysterious camera that, uh, in a Twilight Zone uh, turn of events, um, takes pictures of the near future where mishaps happen in the pictures. And you don't know what they are until they get developed. And... Now it's a race against time uh, for Ryan Gosling to f- save his disappeared friend and write and and dispose of or destroy the camera that is ruining his life. Sure. That, yeah. Could that, could that <laughs> like, be close enough. And some guy who is not Brent Spiner is there. That's exactly who I thought it was. Like he looks just like him from fucking uh, Independence Day. Like yep. it's just. It's just the scientist Brett Spiner from Independence Day. Yeah, they clearly couldn't get him, so they got some actor who had his body frame, put a wig on him, and put glasses on him. Yeah, that was a a weird one. Um, So, Say Cheese and Die is based off of the Goosebumps book of the same name, uh, the fourth book in the series, and it is about uh, this group of friends, um, mainly Ryan Gosling, whose name is Greg, um, who find this camera, like I was saying, that it, it's 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 just a Twilight Zone episode. Like this, there's literally an episode of Twilight Zone about this, where the camera takes pictures. But it so one of the pictures they take is his friend Bird on this on these stairs juggling. And when they look at the picture that has developed, it's empty. Um, and Bird has subsequently already fallen off of the stairs. So like it yeah, takes that pictures. kid's parents was clearly a fan of the 1990 uh, Boston Celtics. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, but it so it's you know it takes pictures in the future that are bad. Um, and I don't remember much from the from the book, but I'm pretty <clears throat> sure they end up taking more. Oh, I remember, I remember in the book, and this might be in the second one, but. Uh, one of the pictures that they take is like of a kid having stepped on a nail, and that messed me up. Um, like, because there's a point where someone steps on a nail and it goes through their foot, and that freaked me the fuck out. I'm so happy they didn't so show that. So a full in this Emily Blunt from a Quiet Place. Yeah, yeah, yes, ex- exactly. Oh, geez, oh that part. Ugh. It's the only part of that movie that really kind of skewed me out. <laughs> um. So Gosling. This is probably a year or maybe overlapping with him leaving the Mickey Mouse Club. Cause Mickey I honestly Mouse, couldn't tell you, yeah. Mickey Mouse Club ended in 96, so... Yeah, and this one came out in February of 96, so... So yeah. he was probably already done with that. He had already sung... There, 
so there is a music video. If you remember, Disney Channel and Mickey Mouse Club used to do them singing, like you famous. Rich asshole. I didn't have uh, Disney Channel growing up. Well, it's not my fault you were poor. It's fair. <laughs> I just I just eat like a giant ice cream sundae in front of you. <laughs> you want some, and then I smash it on the ground. But then I like sadly scoop it up and eat it. <laughs> um, but but in reruns because they used to show reruns from like '96 to like 2000, mm-hmm. they would have them sing hit songs, and I remember Gosling, Justin Timberlake, J.C. Chazé, Dale from the Mickey Mouse Club, forgot his last name, and one other person singing End of the Road by Boys to Men. Okay. That's, that, that's they, a choice. Because this was a time when they um they wouldn't have like copyright infringement. Like This was the 90s when copyright infringement wasn't like really enforced. So, I wonder if Disney like owned the rights to that song. Maybe. Like do you think they, they owned like New Kids? Like <laughs> they were part of the why New Kids was a thing? Maybe? I don't know. Uh End of the Road was Boys to Men. Boys to Men. There we go. Sorry. That's what I meant. <laughs> you said boys, new, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I, I remember Britney Spears singing like Manic Monday. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember anything. I never watched an episode of the Mickey Mouse Club, um, so I unfortunately can't speak very well to that. Yeah, and they always have like, I think they have like, Carrie Russell sing Belinda Carlisle. It, it was weird, but I will never not have um, Ryan Gosling singing "Boys to Men" out of my mind. So when we watch this episode, you, you you wake up and it's just Ryan Gosling, boys to men. Go to sleep, Ryan Gosling, boys to men. Eating your dinner, Ryan. Go- Sorry, go. Or or Ryan Gosling uh, doing the dance to Kathy Dennis's uh, all night long. <laughs> that okay, cool. Um, but was it just me, or were you waiting for like Zach Hansen to show up and start a band with with Ryan Gosling and his other brother? Because they they looked like Hansen. They really do. You're not wrong. Their hair wasn't quite long enough, but it was it was getting there. It was well, definitely Zach, mid-90s. Zach Hansen, uh, Taylor Hansen didn't have the long hair. Zach Hansen had the long hair, and I think the older brother kind of had like a Mary Tyler Moore bob. Yeah, his was like neck length or shoulder yeah. length. But, but Gosling had the Taylor Hansen haircut down. <laughs> Very fair. Um... And all I have to say to that is um bop dip dap dap do Yes. But yeah, Gosling looked like he was straight out of like an Eddie Bauer ca- catalog because he had like the plaid shirt and the the eighty the nineties like hoodie t shirt. Like it's a t shirt, but it also has a hood on it. That's how you know you you're know, cool. The, those those cool uh those things that you wear and just get really uncomfortable, especially if it rains. <laughs> I also love how he's clearly hitting puberty. Like, his voice is changing so bad through this show. He's like, yeah, no, whatever you say. <laughs> it's like he's doing a bad Bobcat Goa impression. I'm crazy, you know. Let's not go ride in the car, please. Remember when all the girls were named Brittany and all the boys were named Jason? Um, the The thing about this episode... It is it is so weirdly paced, and I feel like the stakes are so low. Um, 
or, or they just don't feel. I don't know, man. There was something like off about it as I was watching. At no point did it feel scary or um, like anything major could happen. Also, it feel, also feels like he had like complete control over over the situation because it's a camera. Just don't take pictures with it. Like every single time someone's like, "Take my picture," just be like, "Nah, I'm good." Like after like the first two times and you figure it out, just like, "Nope, I'm I'm all set." It's just so. <laughs> How about you go fuck yourself? How about I do that? <laughs> right. But he can't do that because it's Ryan Gosling and he's nice and he's Canadian. So he is a he is a happy happy boy. He's like, oh yeah, sure, anything you say. Um, I love the the dream sequence in this where he takes a picture in the dream, but his family and is like sticker skeletons. Yeah, they're like skeletons that look like they were like printed out on like you know like a one of those old like printers. It just looks yeah. so silly. They look like a Lisa Frank design. Yes, that's such a perfect design. They're just missing like a dolphin and a rainbow splash in the background. It's exact. That's exactly it. Um, so I love when they're like, "Oh, like Dad's new car, isn't it nice?" It's like a Buick or like a Ford <laughs> Fiesta. Like they're like, "Oh, listen to that baby purr." You mean the normal eight-cylinder engine that every normal sedan has? Also, fuck the dad. Did you see that he had he had a driver's hat on and gloves? Oh, I didn't see the gloves. That's funny. Yeah. That's, oh my god, so weird. Also, no shit that the dad got into a car accident. He was driving like an asshole. He really was. He was just like I don't know. He was speeding with his family in the car, um, and then he he had the the gall to blame. The other person, the other uh, drivers on the road for his, and own he was in the middle. Driving. He was driving in the middle of the road, right? And he was like, "Oh, that guy almost hit me." Well, no shit. If you're if you're going over the lines, no crap, he's gonna hit you. Just so so you could say that it was the end of the road for him. Wait, come back. <laughs> this has been another episode of Writer's Bagel Basket. Um, you bye. don't get to do that. <laughs> uh, I used to be able to, man. I used to before you fired me. I didn't fire you. <laughs> I know I quit. <laughs> you're like, you're like, Mr. Curlin, you can take this paycheck and shove it up your ass. <laughs> and yet somehow I still come back. So Ryan Gosling has been taking all these all these pictures of, of people, um, and bad things have been happening. So then he decides to take a picture of his friend, or his friend forces him to take a picture of her, and yeah. then she disappears. Like, what the fuck? Just don't take any more goddamn pictures with the thing, man. Yeah, little not Jessica Alba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and she's like yeah i don't know where i was i'm like you don't know where you were was there a bright light like yeah like i'm I'm confused on that was she just like in a void of black or was she like lost in the woods and just didn't know where she was was she in some sort of like pocket dimension this, also this one's a weird when one. she when she disappears, Gosling is so suspicious with the cops. Like, if right. I was a cop, I'd be like, you killed her. You're coming with us. Yeah, right. He was just like, oh, she, did she disappear? Like, he, like, was answering their questions, like, before they were asking him. And, like, that's, like, a red flag for anything. Like, how do you know she's missing? Yeah, like, he's what? a regular Carol Baskin. How would I know that she's gone? You would need sardine oil. Exactly, yeah. I mean, the, the only way to make make her disappear is to take her out of the woods, hit her in the head with a shovel, and then bury her. I don't know where she could possibly be. Like, you're very suspicious there, kid. <laughs> I mean, she can't be gone. Here's a picture of her blindfolded holding a newspaper. 
do do you remember anything from this book by any chance? Like, does the book go into more of where the camera comes from? Because, like, in this movie or in this episode, it's like it starts off with with Ryan Gosling and his friends just watching this man who looks like Brett Spiner, who they call Spider, um, leave th- this like warehouse and they go in and just find his camera. Like, did he invent it? Did did yeah, did he, he invented it. He invented it. Um, but also they call him spider because they say his legs are big like a spider. Spiders are small. Yeah. Like I could see if they called him like daddy, daddy long, long legs, legs or something like that. Like, hey. Mm-hmm. Smart, <laughs> smart, smart boys think alike. I or think if they called him is... giraffe. <laughs> that, that would work too. Um, that I think is something that like translates better in a book than it does in, uh, especially in a kid's book. Like, I don't know. As a kid, I never really gave people nicknames like that, but that feels like a kid thing to do. Like, oh, you, oh, you uh... didn't give people nicknames, D Sauce? <laughs> no, I didn't. Well done, though. Um, I, I, <laughs> Come on, I Stern, never... look. Hey, hey, ooh, I like that one. I don't know. Um, uh, 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 and on film. Uh, yeah, uh, K- K-pop. Here we go. I'm gonna start calling you K-pop. <laughs> like K-popcorn, popcorn kernel, uh, Colonel Sanders. There, gotcha. I'm more of a Popeyes fan. Uh, Fair. <laughs> love that chicken from Popeyes. Um, not a sponsor, but use the promo code WBB. Uh, <laughs> go go to the go to the store and try it, please, <laughs> please. Just uh, I was WBB? told that if I said WBB, I would get four hundred dollars off my purchase. There you go. You heard it from Scott. And if um and if you do go and spend four hundred dollars, Scott will reimburse you. No, I won't. Mm, the same. Uh, so yeah, uh, Spider. I don't want to speculate, but he was clearly a Nazi doctor, right? Probably. Um, and that's <laughs> where he found the like the secret to f- eternal youth. I-, I would imagine. Like, is he, he one of the boys accent, from Brazil? Right? <laughs> he had a weird accent, right? Or am I making that no? Up? No, he had one of those like um. Uh, he he kind of sounded like remember the first Mission Impossible movie, um, or did you see Ready Ready or Not? Yes. The dad, how he kind of talks like this. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had very, that very weird, weirdly wa- over enunciated and like yes, like his mouth is full of air. Not quite John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> Close, but no cigar. Um. So yeah. This episode baffles me. Like, it, I'm trying to wrap my mind around how he even ends up with the camera because he takes the photo and then, like, he gets scared and he's still holding the, the camera as he runs. Honestly, if someone showed up, I would just drop the camera and be like, yeah. ah! But then we wouldn't have this classic episode if that happened, Scott. The question is, so he takes a photo of the car, or his brother in front of the his car. His brother in front of the car, yeah. And it's all smashed in. So if he tore up the picture of the car, the car would be fine, right? Uh, probably. I I don't know how the magic exactly works, Scott, but I would imagine that they would probably get a payment for it that they could buy a new car with. Like it would like fix it in some other way, because that's how he gets his friend back, right? Is he tears up the photo of her, and that's enough to magically break the spell? I, I guess like there's different. The severity of what happens in these pictures 
makes no sense. So like the first one, or let's go from from worst to least. I don't know if the camera's getting stronger or what, but like your friend completely disappearing. Like, okay, that sucks. And like, there's no way to find her because she's gone. The the car being in an accident, like that also sucks because you could get like hurt or there's like bodily injury, even though like nothing happens bad to the, the father, if I remember correctly. And the first one is just his friend falling off the stairs. like And in landing that- in cardboard boxes that are randomly there exactly so like if you tear up that photo what happens like that's what i want to know if you tear up the the falling photo what will get fixed does your friend like become like an olympic athlete because they no longer have a foot injury like what what's going on here? well he didn't get hurt so i'm guessing that like they just erase his mind and he's like i don't know what you're talking about i never fell i'm just a sick juggler or or does the stairwell the railing not break oh that's a ooh, you know that's probably it i think you're right on that one it wouldn't it would be less about the guy and more about the thing it's also interesting like what the picture decides to alter because i think in the book he i don't remember if he takes a picture of his brother in front of the car but like why is it just the car that gets hurt and not the person in the picture um, yeah, that car it, didn't do nothing to nobody. Exactly. And like all the other stuff, it's like the person who wants their picture taken, that is the person that gets um, the retribution or whatever. So it's interesting to me that it's the car that gets it. Um, I like that we're picking apart the logic of a 20-year-old Goosebumps episode. 25. Written for children. Yeah, written for fucking babies. Like, um, <laughs> this is a weird one. Also, I love I love Gosling's face when he's in the car because he knows something happens to the car and he's just he's just there the whole time like freaking out. Like I I actually kind of liked that part. Not not him freaking out. That was funny and on its own right. But I love because like as an adult, that is not something that I like think about very much. The the idea of like when you were a kid and it was like, we're doing something. And, like, you just went along with it. Like, you had no recourse. Now, like, if someone was like, hey, I'm going for a ride in this car, and you think that car is going to get an accident, I'd just be like, nah, man, I'm good. And no one would tell me otherwise. Like, it's it's so, like, such an interesting thought of, like, helplessness from the... All right, the have fun dying. Bye. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, I would probably say something like, hey, look, here's this picture I took of the car. I wouldn't hide it like like a child would. Um I actually really liked that. Like that was a interesting way of putting someone in a hopeless and helpless situation. That was well done. I think. <laughs> Come on, Greg. We're going for a ride. Your uncle Jan is here with his uh, car to go on Dead Man's Curve. You know, Jan and Dean. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but I'm 12, so let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have any control of the situation, and I'm well aware that this man has had car accidents before. So let's get into this car. I, Huzzah. I love how they're like, uh, we already mentioned how they're like, let's hear this baby purr, and let's see how. I've never been in such a fast car. I can't reiterate enough. It's not a fast car. It's not like <laughs> he bought a Porsche. He didn't buy a Jaguar. It's... He Pro- production could only afford like a two thousand dollar car, if that. Or a he rental. bought a Ford sedan, <laughs> a four door sedan, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's so fast!" Do you think that's why Gosling was freaked out? He's like, "Are you guys idiots?" <laughs> Probably. He wasn't acting. He was like, "Why is everyone like really excited about this? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> and Ryan Gosling now is like, "I build cars," because. <laughs> 
you know he? he learned how he learned how to build cars for drive. Oh, is he one of the method actors? Like how yes, like how Robert Downey Jr. actually tore apart um, John Favreau's car's engine in the first Iron Man. What? <laughs> it, so in in the fr- I, I'm pretty sure this is true. I I, mi- I might be mistaken, but I'm 99 sure that in the first. Iron Man. I think it's the first one. The car that's in Tony Stark's workshop, like that classic car that's in there, is actually John Favreau's. And so, in in that sequence, he's supposed to be working on it. But um, Robert Downey Jr. was like, "Okay, if I'm going to do that, I have to take this apart." So he started like pulling the engine apart, and it was like, you know, because he's pretty method about that type of stuff. And it was John Favreau's car, so he was like freaking out about it. I'm I'm 99 sure that's accurate. And then I they got cheeseburgers. It, yeah, obviously. I heard it secondhand, but I guess I'm not 99% sure. I'm like, whatever. That's what I heard from somebody. So who knows if it's real? I might well, be just fucking lying. Gosling worked in a garage while making Drive. and That's cool. They're like, aren't you fucking Ryan Gosling? Aren't you Goosebumps star Ryan Gosling? Shh. That, if I ever met him, that is how I would. I'm sure other people have done that too. Like, aren't you Goosebumps star that? But that... That's the funny way to do it. Oh my god, young Hercules star Ryan Gosling. Hercules, Hercules. Do you remember that that shitty Fox Kids TV show? You know, I think I do. I don't think I realized it was Ryan Gosling, though. Yeah. Also, Breaker High star Ryan Gosling. All those UPN deep cuts. I, d- I don't remember that one at all. He so it was a high school. So know how they did like the new say about the bell, and they did like yeah. like USA High. Well, there was a TV show like that, but it was on a cruise ship, and these kids got to go see the world on a cruise ship. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I never watched an episode of it, but I remember the ads. Yeah, it starred Ryan Gosling and uh, the kid from House Arrest. Cool, that's awesome. His dad was the captain. Hey, um. But yeah, Gosling in this if you if you see him in this he is a bad actor. Like I love Ryan Gosling <laughs> as an actor. He's a great actor now, but as a kid actor, he's really bad. Yeah, you know, things you, you learn over time and this was clearly a growing phase for him. Yeah, stuff that he'll have to remember when he's a titan. Yeah, I mean, it's what you do. Remember Titan. the Titans. Remember oh, the Titans. Oh, remember the Titans? Oh my god, I haven't seen Remember the Titans. In I'm just gonna start doing Ryan Gosling deep cuts now. I don't. It's think kind I'm... of fracture. Uh, it's a murder uh, by numbers. Uh, uh, he he was in uh, Drive. It's it's a driven role, and he notebooked it. He 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 kept notes in his book. Notebook. Wait, you're living in the La La Land. That's right, he was in La La Land. I like La La Come La La on, stop being in a half Nelson with yourself. Uh, man, you got so much more knowledge about this shit than I do. No, for so so our big... junior our sophomore year of college, I became obsessed with Ryan Gosling movies because I saw Half Nelson. I was like, he's so good in this. So I started watching him in like The Believer and and the slot, uh, the slaughter rule, and like I said, in the slut, and I was like, "Wait, what?" No, it's it's a movie about football. It's called the slaughter rule. Um, yeah, man, these United States of Leland. Man, uh, I hope that I live to twenty forty nine so I can go run some blades. Right. All right, I'm leaving. Right. 
Man, I I hope that I had, uh, Gangster Squad and I Ides of March. And if my my hand gets cut off, then I'll regeneration it. I'm just reading off his Wikipedia now. Yep. <laughs> he was See, also in Are You Afraid of the Dark? I don't think I yeah. realized that. Yeah. Why don't we do a double feature? Oh, because we didn't want to fucking pay for it. We didn't want to pay for it. <laughs> We've been over this. <laughs> it's free on Netflix, and that's for good reason. <laughs> but yeah, Gosling, um, I understand why he's the star of this episode. They're like, we need someone from Mickey Mouse Club. Because I think they also got another person from Mickey Mouse Club for other episodes. Probably. Off the top of my head, I could not tell you. I'm kind of scrolling through stuff right now, and I'm not seeing anyone else's name pop up. Oh, my God. Uh, Night of the Living Dummy 3. Hayden Christensen was in that one. Um, Did he hate sand? uh, Was it it porous and got everywhere? He's the cousin of the people in the first movie, or the first couple. AJ Cook. I don't know who that is. It's a name. Adam West. I know who that is. Uh, Hello, everyone. Hello, neighbor. Outside of that, yeah, it's just Ryan Gosling and Scott Speedman. Like those, are like the only Scott people that... Speedman. Yeah, he was in this episode. That wait, the brother he was, one was... Of the officers. He was oh, one of the officers. Underworld Scott... star Scott Speedman, Felicity uh, star. Underworld, Triple uh, X, State of the Union, and, Felicity. Uh, the vows, yeah, Felicity, Scott Speedman. He was one of the police officers. Answer her right? question, kid. That was exactly it. Yeah. So, who knows? This was, uh, yeah, this was way before. Felicity. Who, who was the detective? Because she looked famous. The detective was. I'm not actually on IMDb. I was just on Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. <laughs> 1995. Uh, I still can't uh, believe that that became like a huge meme. Right, uh, man. Have you ever thought about how memes have evolved, um, and how weird it was that like old memes were just like pictures with like stupid little sayings over them, like that one. It was just a picture of a girl, very excited with Ermigerd Gershperms, and like that was hysterical to us like five years ago. That was, and memes have evolved so much since then. Um, Detective, was that her name? Yep. Detective Reddit, uh, Karen Robinson. Oh, okay. I thought. Wait a minute. Yeah, go. I thought it was someone from one of the Law and Orders. No, nah, she was in Shit's Creek. She was in Lars and the. Oh, that's, that's that's how awesome. I know her. Shit's Creek. Yeah, I was she- say I know you've been watching Shit's Creek, so that's that's it. Was uh, Lars and the Real Girl? Is that Gosling or is that, that is Gosling? Yeah, that yeah. that movie's amazing. I love Lars and the Real Girl. That movie's phenomenal. With Emily Mortimer. Yes. It's a very um, cute movie. Yeah, who would have thought that a m- movie would be so sweet when the premise is a guy who is socially awkward buys a sex doll and treats like a human being? It's definitely a weird one. Um, I haven't seen that new. I think it's a Quibi show or some bullshit with um, oh, Anna Kendrick. With Anna Kendrick about like the sex doll. Like that one looks stupid to me, but I don't know. I don't know. Why I brought that up. Uh, but uh, yeah, goosebumps. So yeah, I thought that the detective, she's from Shits Creek, but I totally thought that it was um someone from Law and Order. So now now in my mind I want to see like Jerry Orbach show up or like Jesse L. Martin. Anyone from any of the detectives, Christopher Maloney. 
Oh, oh man, that would be that would be great. <laughs> hey, fuckface kid, what happened to your fucking friend? <laughs> <laughs> that would make me chuckle. And then he just starts talking to a, a can I, of uh, vegetables. We never should have been there. <laughs> I also humped the fridge. <laughs> yeah, so in this episode, there, the big resolution is that they go to return it, and Spider's there, and he's like, now that he pulls a full blue beard, he's like, now that you've seen the bodies, you can't go anywhere. Um, I'm done. And then Gosling technically murders him. Well, so this is like the we- one of the weirder parts. So he takes his picture, like which we know something bad will happen, and then he gets trapped in the camera. Like it's so weird that that is where the like it goes to. Like that's they they explicitly spell it out, whereas everything else has been kind of left ambiguous. But then, like twenty seconds later, they undo it immediately. So it's just. It's a weird ending. I don't think I like yeah, it. Yeah, because they're school bullies that they did not need to add in. Like Right? Ugh, that whole sequence with the bullies was so dumb as shit. It, it, I, I, I hate bullies in general. And like those types of people who are just like, I'm going to take this from you because it's funny. <laughs> it's like, ugh. Like, as an adult, you want to look at that and just be like, what the fuck's your problem? Like If, like, if someone else was treating me like that, I'd be like, what, what are you trying to prove right now? You're just well, being an asshole. That's... That's the example that I've given on this podcast, like where you would have a character. It's like a National Lampoon's movie. Like the character's name is like Doinklin. <laughs> hey, this is Schmecklin and Doinklin. It's like um, my name's Ice. I shave it into the back of my head. Come on, Ernie. My name is Ice. Um, but yeah, like that—that the, that was a '90s stereotype of having two bullies who get their comeuppance. So basically what's going to happen now is Spider is going to murder them. Absolutely. They're probably actively dead. I would imagine. Or like, he's just going to take their own picture, which will, then something bad will happen to them. Yeah. Like the episode ends with them taking their picture, laughing at the photo. And there is spider behind them laughing. And he has his arm around him and he's like, Hey boys, we're going to party. Uh, I don't remember him saying we're going to party, but uh, I guess that's the implied, what, what's implied there. Uh, it's, a, it's a very scary. Very scary yeah, moment. he's going to murder them. <laughs> They're dead. Like, I don't know. The, everything in this episode, stakes-wise, felt so low. It was just like, well, just don't take pictures. Or like, I don't know, the, the pacing was also really weird. There was like very little setup. They were just like, here, there, here, there. I don't know. I, I I get that it's a low budget '90s TV show, and maybe I shouldn't be looking for uh, something like you know HBO quality. But it just felt nowhere near as good as I remember from like Are You Afraid of the Darks? You you want you're not looking for Lovecraft Country? <laughs> no, I'm I'm not necessarily looking for Lovecraft Country, but I am looking for Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, yeah, that that would be something. And, and I <laughs> little Lovecraft up, Country. <laughs> I, I just looked this up. Uh, Lovecraft Country is it like um, Erie, Indiana? No, oh, no Lovecraft... that's new, right? Lovecraft Country is new, right? Yeah, it's it's the Jordan Peele produced show about racism in the fifties, but it's also mixed with sci-fi. Oh, that's right. I have seen some things for that, uh, but I haven't watched it. Um, so I'm looking this up right now. And Are You Afraid of the Dark started in 1990 on uh, YTV. Um, which I think is a Canadian channel. Yeah. And so 
and then it wasn't until 91 that it came to SNCC and then it aired through 95. But it wasn't like, it's embarrassing. Or sorry, it aired through 96. But it's embarrassing to me that a show that came like that so much later um, was so worse. Like, I don't understand why it's so bad. I don't know if it's because like of R.L. Stein's involvement and him trying to like aim it towards a younger audience or it just, it's not good or at least this episode wasn't that great i i was very disappointed overall with like the state of children's horror based on this episode yeah, it just felt no, disjointed and not fun apparently all the episodes are like that i wouldn't be too shocked i, I remember enjoying um the haunted mask but that was also a two-parter um so that might get a pass or it might be it, it can breathe and let the characters do more um i don't know also, um, a friend of mine pointed this out to me. This was a long time ago, like a really long time ago, when I was at The Daily Show, uh, a buddy of mine pointed out, have you ever noticed that on Wheel of Fortune, in the final round, the letters they give you spell R.L. Stein? Yes, I absolutely have, because I was a big Goosebumps fan, and I was just like, that's that's R.L. Stein. They're just one off, right? Because there's no I, right? There's no like, I. It's R-L-S-T-N-E. Yeah, I see that. It, that's all I think of every single time. I 100% agree with you. Yes, yes, I know that. <laughs> and I remember the theme, the opening to this used to be so cool and scary as a kid. And watching it again, I'm like, the, she has a perm and now it's frizzy? Like, what? You are absolutely correct. The The most memorable part about Goosebumps is the same thing with Are You Afraid of the Dark, arguably, is the opening sequence. Um, that theme song, I can still like... It's, well, it's very memorable. But The other thing like, I remember from Are You Afraid of the Dark is submitted for your approval of the Midnight Society. And them throwing the, the, the magic dust. Like, that's amazing. But like... So the opening to Goosebumps, like I love that theme song, and I love the idea of like R.L. Stein's. Um, it's very Goosebumps movie, from what I know. But like R.L. Stein's like visions and thoughts have escaped into the world, and they're they're causing things to happen. But the production of it is so shitty. When that dog's when that dog freeze frames, and they just superimpose yellow eyes over it, it looks so laughably bad. It's it's not even funny. You're and in then, for a scare. <laughs> Viewer, beware! You're in for a scare. They're trying but, way too hard to do the um, the Vincent Price, like yeah. I've never even articulated that, but that's absolutely what that is. <laughs> Cause it's goosebumps, goosebumps, yeah. Irma, Irma, God, Irma, Irma, God. I mean, and then you've got the opening to "Are You Afraid of the Dark," which is like. That opening is legitimately scary. It's creepy as okay. shit. So as a kid, from when I was seven until I was eight or nine, I would not watch. No, it was seven to ten. I would not watch Are You Afraid of the Dark. I would leave was, the room when it was, when it was too, that time. Yeah, I'm like, go back to Pete and Pete. He has a tattoo. <laughs> I, I mean, because I think it was like, I f- was Clarissa explains when I was watching it at this point. I think I think Clarissa it was Clarissa was on first. No, Doug was on first, then Clarissa, then Roundhouse, then it was Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are You Afraid of the Dark ended it. 
That's not the one that I remember. When when I was watching it, it was Are You Afraid of the Dark was third because Ren and Stimpy was ending it when I watched. Oh, okay. Um, so I would leave. I think Ren and Stimpy ended it. Uh, but I know I would leave because I remember very vividly one summer I was at my grandmother's house for like a month and we would watch Snick every every Sunday, every Saturday. And I remember um, Are You Afraid of the Dark would start. I would leave or we would watch the first hour. I would leave the room and go play Nintendo for a half an hour, and then I would come back for Ren and Stimpy. Um, it was very, I very vividly remember that, because um, the Snick lineup changed a couple a little while. Because um, I think all that was second. I think it was like Clarissa, all that. Yeah, all dark, that didn't start till '93, though. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, this was later. So, so I mean, I was born in I was born in '97 or '87. So you I were born been, in '97. Yes, I was. I'm still a baby. No, I, I would have been six at that point. Like I was, yeah. Because that's how that works. That's yeah, how time cause, works. Because so. Roundhouse wasn't doing well. Roundhouse only lasted from 91 to 93 or 92. And they're you like, were we seven st- in 91, 93? You said seven to 10. Uh, let's What's see, your 80s? timeline here, sir? I'm calling you out. Wait. Yeah, I no. So I was born, I, I was, I'm a year older than you. So 86. Old boy. Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, 91. So, Snick. I was in, six. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, so in, in this one, you're right. So, 90, 92 to 93 was the first uh, airing. Uh, and it was Clarissa, Roundhouse, Ren and Stimpy, and then Are You Afraid? Yep. That's exactly what you said. Um, and then I said Doug, but I guess it was Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Ren and Stimpy was there. Yeah. Doug was on, I think, Nicktoons, um, which was like uh, Rock, Rocco's. Uh, I just remember the VHS. So there was a VHS that they did of Nickelodeon stuff, Mm -hmm. which that I automatically thought of as Snick. And it was Clarissa, uh, Run and Stimpy, Pete and Pete, and Are You Afraid of the Dark? That is uh, the 93 to October of 94 lineup you just had there. It was Clarissa, Pete and Pete, Ren and Stimpy, Are You Afraid of the Dark? And then Roundhouse at 10 p.m. That must have been the death knell of Roundhouse. Like they were like, Fuck it. We'll, we'll we'll make it two and a half hours, well, and we'll stick it there at the end. Because Alex the the, pro- the problem with Roundhouse was it was too it, it was too I don't want to I don't know how to say this. They thought it was too dirty mm. because there was a lot of like twerking and dancing on it. <laughs> you know, like you do. Yeah, I can I can see that because it was very um, like hip hop based. So. Wow, I don't remember yeah, any so, of these lineups. Sorry, I'm so, looking at this. So Alex Mack, Ren and Stimpy, Ren and Stimpy, Are You Afraid of the Dark? You, you were right. I'm wrong. I, I feel like I remember at some point, Are You Afraid of the Dark preceding Ren and Stimpy? It might have been that like, Ren and Stimpy was no longer a part of the Snick block at that point. Yeah, because it moved to Nicktoons. Yes, so that might be it. Because Are You Afraid of the Dark anchored every single one except for one day in December of 1995, according to this. And that was right. the one day you were watching. Apparently. So, yeah, so Goosebumps sucked. This episode was awful. Yeah. How many bagels? Um, like, 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 like three? I mean, it's not a one. Like, a a one is for something, like, offensive to me. Um, Or, like, like, just, like, with nothing redeemable. Uh, Maybe I'll say, like, a five. Because, like, there... 
uh, one is for something with no- nothing redeemable. This like has it's kind of funny at points. Um, it's interesting to see a young a young baby boy Gosling, and um, I don't want to say some of the no, none of the special effects are good. The camera design is interesting. It's a toaster. Yeah, it's a toaster. Oh fuck it's it. Full- uh, uh, I'm gonna say four. Four is where I've landed. It sucks. It's not very good, but it's there's nothing offensively bad about it. So I'll go with three. Okay. Yeah, it, it's boring. That's the thing. For for entertainment, it's boring. It's just not fun. Absolutely. That's a fact. It's not, so, not good. So, yeah. Um, that was an episode. Do you remember Space Cases? I'm looking at the lineup of Snick now, and I'm just really excited about all these old shows. Yeah, it got weird about. after a while. Yeah, the second season, like, they got really strange on it. But I, I only remember briefly catching it but i remember liking it so um do you have anything you want to promote sure um i like i said in the last one i uh i've been streaming um twitch.tv slash no refunds podcast uh you can check that out it's it's a lot of fun um when is this episode airing is this still in october yeah okay this is all yeah i i mean I don't know when in October, like if this was like on the 31st, then I'm not going to say I'm going to be streaming spooky games because I'll have stopped by then. But if you're, it's the middle of October that you're hearing this, uh, I'm still streaming spooky games. And if it's after that, then I'm streaming whatever the fuck I want. So, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, check out my other podcast. Hell is a musical. Um, so, there's also Where in the World is Stephen Quincy Urkel, but we're going to be doing, uh, Chris and I are going to be starting something new with that, and we're working on it. It's just taking forever. Um, and it's that's on my end. That's my fault. Uh, I've been busy. <laughs> At some point soon, actually, I think my wife and I are going to be starting a, um, a Doctor Who retrospective as well, because we will want to rewatch Doctor Who. So I think we're going to be going through that episode by episode. So if you ever want to hear some people talk about that, check out no refunds podcast that's probably where it's going to be so dwight thanks for doing this you're welcome thank you very much for having me it's a, a blast as always and i hope next time we get some we do something better because this wasn't bad but it was not my favorite thing that we've done of all the stuff that we've done nah we did a bunch at the beginning this definitely isn't my least favorite but uh bill and ted has been my favorite to do with you I agree. I 100% agree. That was such a, a cute little gem. I, I love doing Bill and Ted. I'm also referring to this as the um, post me being a host era because I, I separate those two because yeah. I don't remember everything that we did before that. Um, if you impossible. if we want to get into the real reason why Dwight left is uh, he was drinking too much and <laughs> Scott, we talked about that we weren't going to bring that up because it's very. Popular. We were all drinking too much. It was the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> Now that that's how this whole thing should have been uh, framed is we found recordings of ourselves from the '90s and we're now going to be playing them for you live. Like this was what this was, these were our initial thoughts as we saw the the things live. Um, that would have been funny. Uh, but yeah, so I I have something I'll tell you off mic what I kind of want to do with you. That came out dirty. I don't know <laughs> if I want to know what you want to do with me. I, I want this on mic because I want the viewers to know that if I go missing, um, Scott Curlin lives at 5 uh, Jalico Road. And I thought you were about to say Fart Lane. That would be funny, too. 
I honestly don't remember what your address is. Did you say Jelly Cove Road? Jalico. It was, uh, I was just looking at my video games next to me and it just says uh, Jalico. So I was like, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I live at Fart Lane. Um, so yeah, I'll tell you off mic. But cool. uh, until next time, I'm Scott Curlin. I'm Dwight Stearns. Bye. Bye. Gosling. Bye. Bye.